0: Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world.
2: Learn more at microsoft.com/teams. It's beach time. It is celebration. Like like if they could have a guard a, a guard of honor, they would do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A relegation avoidance guard of honor. I love Mid-ta-
2: it. A mid-table guard of honor. For Burnley, that it that should be celebrated.
0: This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, Andrew Laird, the man who like Arsene Wenger does prefer a zonal marking system as evident by the fact that he now at home must play a zone defense. Congratulations, <laughs> Andrew, on your third, uh, your, your third child. Uh, that was the big announcement that I teased two weeks ago that uh, I'm sure has been spoiled by other podcasts. But uh, congratulations are indeed uh, levied towards you and your wife and your family. So congratulations on your zonal marking system.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean who knew you had so much in common with Arsenal yeah seriously seriously <laughs> you both like Arsenal well so now you hate Arsenal but you usually like Arsenal and what do you uh, mean? Yeah. They had a huge win yesterday in Italy I love them I mean that is a, to be fair that was a huge win uh that's the Arsenal that people want to see more often but don't
1: yeah I think the other part of that is I, I mentioned this to uh Chris Owen yesterday I said i I think AC Milan actually aren't that good. And his response was, "Arsenal aren't that good." And I was like, "Okay, that's fair." <laughs> so yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, it was a good win for the, for Arsenal for sure. But like, you know, they're they're beating a team that, not that they necessarily should beat, but they should beat them. They're better. They just yeah. happen to not play that way usually. And
2: Milan are under a reclamation project. They're a little bit they're they're being um, rebuilt, if you will. Uh, and Gattuso has done a great job so, thus far with Milan, but.
1: Uh, yeah, they've got. I mean, it, they're a classic case of a team that was put together. It's a lot of new pieces, and obviously, we're deep into the season now. But those things just kind of take some time, and uh, you know, the they have good players, and that doesn't always necessarily mean they all play well together. And so, uh, again, they're a good team. They're not. I don't think they're great, and uh, that kind of applies to Arsenal. And so, when that happens, you know, a two nothing win isn't something sh- to go crazy about.
2: We say this we say this a lot in the off season podcasts that we do but soccer doesn't have like a lot of set plays it's all chemistry so when you put a bunch of new ingredients together in the pot you know it takes a while for them to you know to get the right combination and 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 make it all uh blend together so i mean there are set pieces but that's not really that's not really the same
1: yeah that's not what that's not what we mean yeah,
2: that's not what we're talking about. Uh, well, actually, now that we've gone over your uh, your similarities to Arsene Wenger uh, and Arsenal, uh, it's time to go through my similarities to Arsene Wenger and Arsenal. We were talking before the podcast started. I was looking at my FPL team because that's the site that I use to look at the fixture list. When was and the last time you had, like
1: looked at the actual players on your FPL team?
2: Well, Aaron Moy is still on the team. Fair. Uh, enough. uh <laughs> I think I had Virgil van Dyke when his kit was in a Southampton coloration. It's been a while. Uh but I was looking at my team like this team should be a lot better than it is. Like and I feel like that's how what Arsene looks at Arsenal is like, Man, this team should really be a lot better. And I don't really know why. <laughs> like, like I have like as if I do a starting four in a back line, I have Cedric, who's been terrible this year, but Southampton have not good start good start yeah uh Virgil van Dyke, who is now the highest paid defender and really should be performing as such and uh, the only performer who actually has been performing well is Nicholas Otamendi but who's dropped from his 6.0 starting price of 5.9
1: yeah well he hasn't (laughs) been starting lately uh, I know
2: and uh Charlie Daniels as well another player and then Jeff Cameron's a throwaway uh, he he plays in a, in a bind, but he's my throwaway fifth defender, who I'm never going to use. But Charlie Daniels, Cedric Van Dyke, and Otamendi, though, those should be better.
1: I guess. I mean, I think they're run-of-the-mill defenders that, other than Otamendi, who doesn't really play anymore. So,
2: Yeah, and, and in my midfield, I have two guys that have just absolutely fallen off a cliff in Matt Ritchie and Richarlison. And I have Kevin De Bruyne who's been amazing. Uh, but, and then I have Aaron Moy, who's hurt, and Damari Gray, who doesn't play. And when he does play, doesn't play well.
1: I'm not sure why you think this team should be good.
2: That, well, my front my front three is Lukaku, Firmino, and uh, Jesus. But obviously, Jesus has been hurt. <laughs> but you know, Lukaku and Firmino, especially recently, have not really carried the weight. Firmino has been great. Yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lukaku is really who, who I was looking at. Yeah. And I mean, Jesus, I guess, uh... Lukaku, Jesus as like the first two in terms of expensive, like.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think if you told me, like, where is your wh- what rank are you now? Probably like oh, f- four and a half million. I don't know. I, I don't I don't look at these things. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Let me I mean, I think that's accurate.
2: Uh, that's... And I only have two free transfers, Andrew. Well, yeah, that's that's the <laughs> most you can get. You have a wild card. You could use that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> My overall rank is three million, three oh. million, twenty seven thousand. That's much better than I thought. Um, out, of, out of 5.8 million yeah i was gonna say clearly Those many more people gave centile. up than i thought <laughs> yeah exactly
1: um uh, i think that score is an ap- accurate representation of the players on your team <laughs> who have you been captaining this whole time lukaku <laughs> oh so that's not terrible <laughs> he scores sporadically enough that my vice captain is de bruyne right that's but who Lukaku I always, always should...
2: plays so <laughs> well they both always play
1: Right, I'm just saying you would you wouldn't end up getting a vice captain because of that.
2: Oh yes, that's that that is a much better point. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, this team isn't good. No, it's but not. like I said, I, yeah. as you can tell by the fact that we Aaron Moy, Cedric, and well, Jay Zeus was still on the team. Now he probably should be back on people's teams. Uh,
1: you know, you I haven't so? checked this
2: in a while. You think people uh, should have hey, faces? Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not in FPL because the the locking system is so weird, but. Uh, the, the, yeah, you're right. You probably want to see it first and see it consistently until you build Jesus back on your team. Yeah. And Aguero's been arguably the best player in the Premier League fantasy fantasy wise. When he plays, it's him, it's him and Salah. Yeah, and it's, and it's not close. Like, like after that, it's not close. Harry Kane is not there. Um, why is he not there? Oh, uh, I guess from a oh, from a fantasy perspective, yes, he is there because the shots count as well because he, he what he does what his production has come on such higher usage than the other two aguero and sala have been just absolute killers in terms of, fi- of a, killers in, in a good way in, in terms of their lethal finishing uh, their their number of shots that their shots to goal ratio is so much better uh their you know for for sala he also has been adding uh, i believe he has a couple of assists and aguero does too actually i think they both have a like not not a terrible number of assists either.
1: Yeah, I mean I <clears throat> I feel like we've had this conversation like efficiency is great. But That's not what counts. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you you get points for volume and so I mean Kane has scored more than Aguero and in FPL and a lot of that is cuz he's played more, but you don't get points per appearance, you get total points and so if you were smart enough to Get Aguero when he scores, so that's great, but and Salah is just running away with it. I mean, it's a, it's a Salah's at 235 points right now and the next highest is De Bruyne at 180 and Kane's at 178. Like that's it, he's ridiculous. Yep. And if you captain
2: him, you'll be captaining him with everybody else.
1: <laughs> I think there are enough people who do Kane also. I mean, Salah I assume is the top one most weeks. Um I don't know about this week, but uh he Yeah, I mean usually you want to captain the best player in the game. So how insane is it that the top three
2: assist getters in the Premier League all belong to one team?
1: Yeah. It's been like that for like most of the season. Like yeah. David Silva hasn't had as an assistant forever.
2: Yeah, I know he's been, uh, he hasn't been playing either, yeah. but I yeah. mean when you score the, as many that, goals and as and they, that they the do
1: fourth highest is Paul Pogba who has been in the
2: doghouse. It's yeah. like, what, what is
1: going on with this season? Are weird.
2: Sneakily with, Dele, I did not expect Deli Alley to be up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's uh, he's, Basically, given up goal scoring for setting them up. Although he had a decent number of assists last year, didn't he? Yeah, um, he did. Uh, wasn't he double double last year? He was. Um, let's see. Anyway, yeah. While he was you looked... eighteen and seven last year, which means he was probably like seventeen with FPL assists, and he was ten and nine the year before. But the the total drop in goals from Deli Alley, like it, um. I'm pretty sure I before the season I ranked him as like the top Spurs midfielder. It might have been Erickson, but I'm, i I had both of them very high. Like I actually thought uh, after last season that and I got this completely wrong, like I'll happily admit that. But I thought the scoring load would basically start to spread out a little bit more. I thought uh Deli Alley, Erickson, Sun, um even I actually probably didn't even consider Lamella, but I thought they would score more. Not that I mean or Deli Alley keeps his and that Kane would actually go down. Like, I that's how I looked at it, and it, it's yeah. been the total opposite. Like, you know, how many shots on goal Deli Alley has in total this season? 11. Yeah. I happen to be staring right at yeah. it. That's the only reason. Yeah. He's only taken 59 shots, which is literally uh less than a uh, hundred and change less than Harry Kane. Yeah. Like, it's, Harry Kane's it- shots this year, it's just such a ridiculous gap between him and everyone else, which in some formats is great, but like, Kane and Salah are the only players with more than 100 shots this year and Kane is at 162 and Salah is at 113. Like that's if crazy. You had, yeah
2: and if you had told me that Leroy Sané has shot less or shot uh yeah shot less than David Silva, I would laugh at you. Yeah and, it is. But I would still be, I would still be wrong.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> David is, Silva.
2: David Silva has outshot Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané, yeah. yeah um, not on
1: goal, but he has outshot him. Yeah, my favorite is that Richarlison your boy. Um, is fourth in the Premier League in shots at 81 um but only 16 of them have been on goal which puts him like 35th. <laughs> yeah. It's Bad. it's one fewer than Coutinho. Yeah. It's it's, Who it's not good. He doesn't play in the Premier League anymore. It's not good. I mean I mean that is not a
2: good scenario. I mean the excitement
1: uh, was um was so evident early on because he was scoring and it turns out that we were not finding like the next magical player. It's that he was greatly overperforming, and so I noticed somebody yesterday because uh, Dortmund was playing in the Europa League, and somebody made a comment about how Richarlison is like the perfect player for them to like pick up. Um, and it was like I, Richarlison has done enough in the Premier League that he'll never leave the Premier League unless he's going to a bigger club, and he's not going to Bayern Munich. So it's like. He's not going any. He's certainly not going to Dortmund. It's almost too late, even though he's so young. Unless, unless, unless he's offered a raise. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know, but nobody in the. I mean, West Brom would offer him more money than than Dortmund. Like any any Premier League club is going to overpay whatever a you know a non Bayern German club would. Although it was specifically Dortmund. You know that's that's what we say now when it's like a young exciting player. It's like oh they're just going to go to Dortmund. Yeah, we're just,
2: we're, you know what we're going to see? A nice swap deal, Marco Royce for Richarlison. For well, you hope not.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love Marco, Marco Royce Marco Royce. certainly does. Yeah, I, certainly I love Marco Royce, that. but like that, nobody's going to do that. So, no. he'll, I mean, as long as Richarlison is linked to Tottenham or Arsenal or whoever. He was linked you know, to Chelsea for a while, yeah, too. Chelsea. He's linked to everybody. Yeah, exactly. But he's going to stay in England just because, unless he literally like wants to go somewhere else. I just can't see Germany being that place.
2: Yeah. Well, let's go over to Manchester here to start off our weekend. So 7.30 in the morning on Saturday. The early game is the best game. It's the biggest game. It'll be the most watched game, bigger than the Super Bowl worldwide. It is Manchester United at home against Liverpool in a game that features two completely contrasting sides. And we will see if... Uh, I mean, basically, what I'm looking for is, is Jose Mourinho going to do the Antonio Conte and just not even try, not even try to go forward, just try to maybe hit Liverpool on a counterattack or
1: two, and that's about it. Yes. I, I, mean, I, I, <clears throat> I would argue that Conte pulled a Mourinho, but... Well, fine. I yeah, know, where do you?
2: I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Conte had to change his shorts after watching Juventus play against uh, against Tottenham because that's exactly what he wanted to do to Man City and his team couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, um, we'll get to Spurs in a little bit, but the yeah, I, I just there's never been a situation where uh, I see a Mourinho-led team going against another top team and think, yeah, let's there's some goals here. Uh, yeah. A lot of fantasy did, value, and so let's go get it. Well, here's
2: here's where Liverpool are different. Well, they're not different than City in this regard, but they do it even more so. I think they commit even more to pressing those players in defense when they're trying to it, it, when they when they're trying to either play out of the back or if they're just struggling in possession, they will press everybody, uh, and they'll press them three quarters of the way up the field. Or throw, well, basically, as soon as they get out of the defensive third, the press is on, and. Manchester United have some players that can break the press. What they do have is an outlet in Lukaku, which they can hit the ball long and he can go either go run after it or he can hold the ball up, hopefully. I mean, that's really, if they don't, what I'm going to be looking for is, are they going to try to play out of the back or are they just going to hit the ball long and hope that Lukaku can do something with it? If they go the latter route, I think that's a better better strategy, actually, if they're going to, of the two, if they try to play out of the back, Liverpool are going to they're they're going to hurt them at least twice, uh, and it's a matter of whether Liverpool will leave themselves exposed enough where Manchester United actually may score twice. But I see, I, I mean, I from from my from my eyes, from what I've seen from these two teams against the top teams, especially when you see Liverpool play against the top six teams, they elevate their game. They really do. Uh, Manchester United are going to try to stifle Liverpool. Liverpool just like, no, you won't do that. Uh, we, we we can beat City, and we can beat you. So Liverpool, I see Liverpool winning this one actually 2-1.
1: Wow. I see nothing in it. I think it's going to be just like the first one, that Liverpool will have more possession, they'll take more shots, and in the end, nobody will score. Yeah, I, I I really think that Liverpool
2: are going to tighten the screws on the press especially. Uh, I what what you can say since Coutinho has left uh the press has been a little more effective because Coutinho for all of his skills pressing the ball is not one of them. Yeah, I mean, know, he's,
1: but he, he's an like an incredible player, but there was that time when he was out for a little when uh, excuse me, Sadio Mane was out for a little bit and we were like, "Oh, maybe he's actually the most important guy on this team." And then speed, and then it turned out to not be him either. It was most but They Coutinho was, and I hate to say that, like Coutinho was like replaceable, but they they're built in a way that they could do without him, and so selling him for whatever it turned out to be made total sense because they have players in their attack. I mean, they were effectively playing him in a position they didn't want to play him in because they were throwing him in the midfield, which is not really where he's best, but. You weren't going to take Salah, Firmino, and, and Mane off the field, and none of them were going to play behind. So it just it tactically made total sense to get rid of them. Well, and that and that's that's the great segue to what I'm saying
2: against the Man, against the Manchester United when because they have Paul Pogba, who's probably going to be sitting a little deeper than he wants. Uh, you if you press him, you're going uh, he can get by you. He can one on one get by you, but. The press, when you have those three midfielders, if let's say if it's, you know, Oxlade, Chamberlain, Chan and and whoever uh, <laughs> and Henderson, whoever it happens to be, those three have to be able in combination to prevent Pogba from quickly turning defense and break and getting that breakout pass to, let's say, like a Martial down the wing or somebody. It doesn't have to be Martial. It could be Jesse Lingard. Could Alexis. Be That's Fine. Who it is. Fine. Alexis down the wing. Correct. Yeah. If they if they can prevent that from happening, they are going to win, and I be, I believe that they are going to because Paul Pogba is just not I uh, I don't see him Did having. Did you just as say much, two one Liverpool? I no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I, I, what I'm saying is I don't see Paul Pogba, who by the way is just not. He doesn't look like he's having
1: any fun at all out there, and he plays for Mourinho. Whoever looks like they're having fun, well, other than Ange also... Matic. <laughs> Yeah,
2: uh, it, it, Paul Pogba is going to have to him and Madec are going to have to, you know, be the catalyst to that offense because they're not going to do the like the slow build up play from the back. Liverpool will not let them. So if they have to do it quickly, it's going to have to be those two as the linchpins of of offense. And I don't see that happening consistently enough. That from a tactics standpoint.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, mean they, I agree. They, that, like which ben is why I don't think anybody Liverpool scores yet or no.
2: What's that? Have I convinced you to bet Liverpool yet or no?
1: No, I, I still I, – I just don't see I, – I I, could see this being a very exciting scoreless draw.
2: I have failed myself, and more importantly, I have failed John Wallen. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of, speaking of uh, he was talking about how good Mo Salah is, and I was saying, yeah, Barca are going to really like him next year. <laughs> so uh, I, I really do think that Liverpool are to Barca – I said this on Twitter. Liverpool are to Barca as Southampton are to, are to Liverpool, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I I think he stays. So that's all. That's all I'll say. Yeah, you like? Do they awesome trade Coutinho stay. back? No, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Barcelona would consider that too. Bet they would. All right. Uh, from the Manchester United side, do you see this as
2: a you know sit Lukaku because he's uh not not the only team that he scored against in the top
1: six is Chelsea. Uh. I I mean, if you're in, like, a Taga League, you're never going to sit Romelu Lukaku. Well, uh, let's say FPL. Home. Let's um, say FPL. Would you, would you
2: transfer him out for pretty much anybody else because you can afford anybody else? I mean,
1: it's FPL is so limited that you're... I mean, theoretically, you could do it, sure. I mean, especially getting ready for Game Week 31 that has all these um, blank games, but... uh, Yeah, only only eight teams play in Game Week 31. Yeah. We'll have a very short podcast. Yeah, I I mean... No, I would still play him because not like Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool play, you know, they press, but they're not a tight defensive team, so especially away, so I no, I would be fine playing Lukaku. I had a really tough time with rankings in this game because of this game because it was one of these that I... If I was as passionate when I did rankings as I am now about this being a scoreless draw, then obviously I would be much higher on guys like De Gea and Carrius and Van Dyke and Bai and Young and, or excuse me, Valencia. And I just like, I didn't really feel that way. Like I basically was like, it could be one, one. I have no idea who the goals are coming from, probably Salah. So I'll put him higher than I probably would anybody else in this situation. But if it's one-one, then all the defenders are pretty much worthless, and as are the goalkeepers. And I kind of just kept going back and forth on. It. I think I ended up ranking De Gea, but didn't not that high. I don't know. It's it's if it's if you could have like basically minimal fantasy value in a game that could have two goals in it. Um, I mean, this is it. What, but I, I, don't what know. I
2: found what I found interesting is how highly you ranked Alexis Sanchez. Like um, you ranked him fifth yeah th- in a game that you think is going to be a scoreless draw well both, I, I didn't. both me
1: and Dejo did not rank him when I when I ranked when I did the rankings I basically decided like I have De Gea 10th uh, and I didn't rank carrier so like I do think at the time I thought yeah there should be a goal in here um and uh ultimately I decided that it'll come from from Alexis I'm looking down now which I'll admit is probably a mistake. I did not rank Lukaku. And it actually, yeah, you guys ranked him very highly. Uh, I didn't rank him at all, but I'll put my... I'll plant a flag on Alexis instead of Lukaku in this one.
2: That uh, Yeah, that's what you did, and we planted ours in Lukaku versus... Uh, like I said,
1: I feel that the
2: latter... like my, The two strategies that I laid out, playing out of the back versus just the long ball technique, and the long ball is going to go to Lukaku. It's not going to go to Alexis. Yeah. So... That I mean oh. that, that and maybe a set piece, which Lukaku also can feature on. So can Alexis actually for for an assist. But yeah, I'm gonna have to change
1: it, this. This is that's. <laughs> <interesting>. you're gonna <laughs> posthumous rankings. <laughs> well, mostly because I noticed that I did I ranked Rashford, which I just probably assumed when I got down to the Rashford range, I was like, oh, I probably already did Lukaku. I I, I have said this many times about rankings that like after eight, after seven or
2: eight, it, the, the the rankings for forwards don't matter.
1: I I actually have begun to disagree. Um, it's not that they don't matter. They're all they're all dart throws, but, right? But I think I think there's value in deciding which dart throws are better than others because there are plenty of people who do those dart throws. That's what we do. Like that's what we're trying. That's what we're doing. But when you look at
2: like I'll put it this way. When you look at the top seven or eight, which we t- tend to not change the names of very much in terms of who's in it, but just the order in which they reside, yep. There is a level of consistency there that, that we 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 say this all the time in draft strategies. You have to get your forwards early. You have to, because if you're stuck in that you know like eight or nine to twenty range in terms of the top twenty forwards, uh, you're you can't count on anything, not even starting time, not even playing
1: time. So Anyway, it's I, I i don't i don't really subscribe to that as much as everybody else does, based on results from this year. Like, if you like locked up Lukaku early, like you are not getting that much more. And I think what you were saying, like the top eight forwards, like I think that are basically the same every week. They're just like a different order. I think that it's much smaller than that. I think it's literally like four. Like, I think you could make the case that that well, you will always have Jamie Vardy's been my cutoff. I, but I, I'm, I'm not sure you have thought of how many guys are really ahead of him. Like, I think every week you will have Kane, Aguero, and Lukaku in your top five, and probably Firmino. And after that, it's a... Like, that's the group. It's four. It's not eight. Like, I don't think you're necessarily putting Murata... There every in the top eight every week. Uh, I I uh, I mean Vardy, there, there's there, there's knows. a
2: recent there's a recency bias for Morata, but remember the first half of the season he was, he, he right? Was but I'm just, saying I mean
1: that but that top. happens, you know. Like it's not like we can.
2: Well, Lukaku went for a streak without scoring either. Uh, right, th- right. So did Aguero. That's, what, that's my point. Hurt. They all do. Like,
1: yeah, I'm just saying the the group of forwards, and I will absolutely include Firmino, but it but it's four. And it could be five if you want to now include Aubameyang, which I don't think you necessarily need to. But um, it, I think it's like it, Arsenal it's, looked fine without him yesterday. Right. Yeah. But it's like it's four, and then maybe another four, and that's where you get your Vardy and Murata. Although it might be just those two, uh, and then oh, Yang probably be in there. Right, right. Which we didn't have at the beginning of the year, but like, and then it's like everybody else. But I think there's value in everybody else, and knowing who. <laughs> disagree who you value yeah i'll let my strategy will be i'll let you chase those and i'll i will you can not just say like i'm going to take all the top ones no no well
2: i mean in in, in draft format it's very common for my teams to have you know like a lukaku not lukaku and murata but like in a lot of my teams i have alexis and murata or alexis and uh alexis and another guy who plays all the time and i don't have to worry about it
1: that is very common for my teams, right? But it's but it's not guys in that top three. Well, yeah, four. because they're gone in the top four picks. That's what I mean. <laughs> so that so the value is is getting out of that top four. Who are the guys outside of the top well, you, four yeah, that I should well, get?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, because the other guys are performing at their value. Yes, you, but what I'm you're going to have to dart throw all season, and that's just at that position where the fluctuation is drastic. So I mean, you can get you can get zero to three versus twenty to twenty two, right? It's it's not it's not a position where if you miss, you just like oh, it's only a difference of like five six points. No, it could be a difference of
1: twenty. Certainly in target, yeah. I mean the
2: yeah in draft formats for sure. In FPL, it's whatever. You know my feelings about that game.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just saying I think it's not quite as drastic as you think it is. I mean, obviously, in in Taga, which does a head to head every week, like getting three goals out of Jamie Vardy one week and none for the next five is more detrimental than it is in FPL. But yeah. but bad, you could do that with any the of the example. Top
2: but I understand I'm not going to blame the name on the example, but I I understand what you're saying. But Jamie Vardy has not been that. <laughs> it's not been what he hasn't been like Hattrick one week and then Baron the next you're five. Right. You're right. But I'm not. I'm not going to harp on the example too much. I just want to make sure that the public knows that Jamie Vardy has not been that. Sure, sure. But I understand from a forward who scores.
1: That's a that's a perfect thing for like Steve Munier. Um, he's a little. <laughs> he's not as good as I was hoping. like he's not in that top. No, he's not. The he's next not top, the top group. But... no,
2: I even though I said he had a similar skill set to right. D. J. Drogba.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you were in in Taga and instead of getting Kane. And Munier, you got uh, Sterling and Son. You're fine. You're thrilled. Well, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think anyone was excited to draft Raheem Sterling at the beginning of this season, though. Right.
1: But I'm just saying, I, I, we have guys like that every year, and obviously it's not so easy to like come up. But like, I, I think we, we see how good Kane, Salah, and Aguero have been, and then we're like, oh, that means you have to get the good forwards. And then it's like it now we're helps, starting man. to extend what good forwards mean when it's really just those three. It really helps. Sure,
2: it really really helps. That that that's what I'll say. All right, let's go on here. We have let let's go on here are two here are two teams in Everton and Brighton who have we'll call it potential value forwards. If you will, the, 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 Andrew, <laughs> the potential value forwards, uh, Glenn Murray, obviously being the higher value, but sank Tosun soon actually got off the Schneid recently. So he's on the goal sheet. Uh, Wayne Rooney is still a thing. Gilfie Secretson is still scoring some points. Taga style, uh, for Brighton, though, it's really just two guys, Pascal Gross, Glenn Murray, are the only ones you can really count on. Davy Proper recently has been on this, uh, getting some points, but nothing to really write home about. Uh, the one key, one thing of note that I thought was interesting: Chris Hutton won Manager of the Month for he the did. month of
1: Brighton. Um, with our form tables, do the last three home and last three away, and looking at the non-Manchester United Liverpool game for Saturday, so it's basically the DFS slate. Brighton have the most points in their last six games. Than the entire rest of the slate.
2: Yeah, yeah, and one thing you can count on is like I, I say it every week, but Chris Hughton will organize
1: his side. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a horrible game. Oh man, it's going to be bad. But I uh, we, I think there are a lot of guys though that like.
2: Well, I mean, I well, I I ranked, I ranked Jordan Pickford and and defenders from Everton pretty highly actually uh even though big sam has not been typical big sam this season with everton there's not a ton of clean sheets going around there uh brighton no. though for the season you know how many goals they scored on the road no they've been seven. horrific on the road yeah they scored seven goals total that's the lowest in the league that's west Brom low <clears throat> yeah that's, that's low. Was, yeah it's low like it's bad it is really really bad and I mean, defensively, they're still okay. I mean, they've only given up 17 on the road, so it's not like you're going to be, you know, it's not like they get blown out, but it's it's not good. Uh, they, that is really not good. Uh, uh You know, it, they've given they've given up only one fewer goal than Chelsea
1: have on the road. I'll put it that way. Yeah. A team that's very yeah. defensive. That's a, yeah. Yeah, Zadroika ranked Jordan Pickford second. Yeah, and I, I thought I was high-ranking, yeah. I think, fourth. Yeah, like I haven't right? yeah. th- five. I mean, obviously... You, Home against Brighton is a situation that you'll want to take advantage of. But like it's any of these games, these Saturday games are really bad. And any of them I feel like could be, you know, we yeah. always talk about which one could be the 4-3. Like it could be this one, but it could be any of the others. And well, it, it, it all signs point to this game not being 4-3. I mean, it would have to be such an inept. All signs like, point to like, every game on this slate being not 4-3. <laughs> thank you there's not a single game uh, in this entire game week oh, other yes, than is. city stoke and spurs burn oh so, i
2: oh i can i can totally see well i can totally see chelsea palace being four or three because
1: chelsea have been that bad
2: not because that's like that, but sure i i i, I can what I'm, I'm i'm so i'm surprised you have
1: confidence that chelsea could score four that we'll that, get I'm, there we'll get there we'll get
2: uh, there. like not because anyone's really good but because
1: people are really bad right, we'll get there <laughs> But I, I would start everybody that I had on Everton: Sigurdsson, Walcott, Cuco Martina, Martina. Baines is back though, so who knows if he'll come back in. Coleman's back. I would play Knockart, Gross, Murray. I would probably stay away from the defenders. If I, I would be. The team don't would be really enough. sad if I had these defenders. But theoretically, they're they could play.
2: <laughs> theoretically they could play yeah. i mean they will play it for real but like they, they no i don't think that they have any kind of uh i don't think they have any kind of value right right
0: support for this podcast comes from wild turkey kentucky straight bourbon whiskey let's tune in to their one-on-one with jamal a real bartender from old fourth ward in atlanta
1: i really get into the backstory of whatever i'm pouring out of respect there are literally years of experience behind these bottles wild turkey same recipe since 1942 if you want a true classic
0: this is what you want to order wild turkey wild turkey distilling company lawrenceburg kentucky copyright 2020 campari american new york new york never compromise. drink responsibly
2: i think i read a stat recently like i don't know if we keep own goal stats but like lewis dunk
1: has a ton of own goals like created own goals or like he scored the own oh goal. he scored them uh, we do have that. Um, why don't you segue, or actually, yeah. don't segue? Because well,
2: no, I, I guess well, well, there's two players on Brighton that are on the fringe for me. When I was thinking about players that are usable, one of them Davy Proper, and the other one Anthony Knockart. Uh, if they are in the starting lineup, that would be a potential dart throw for midfielders for me, uh, because this slate is really not good. Uh, and for Everton on the Everton side, I theo walcott we, we we tend to love because of what he can do uh this is a game where he
1: might be able to actually, actually do express it itself. yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's right um 15 players have scored own or have scored one own goal this year and lewis dunk has own gold four yeah that's yeah. crazy I thought, I that's a, a lot i, I thought I, I didn't I thought realize I, re- I, I,
2: thought I saw that like Lewis Dunk has scored a ton of own goals. So last week when he actually scored a goal for his own team,
1: like that must have been that must have felt really good. Yeah, he has as many goals now as Deli Alley. <laughs> That's a good joke. Thanks. Thanks. That was solid. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's I can't talk about this game anymore. Okay. <laughs> we we we've exhausted Everton yeah. Brighton.
2: Let's go on to the exciting affair at the John Smith's Stadium, Huddersfield and Swansea. So we can we already know Carvalho is going to set up defensively for Swansea, but somehow still score four goals occasionally. Uh but in Huddersfield the Huddersfield is starting to look like the relegation bound side that a lot of people thought they were at the beginning of the season they are really starting to run out of gas i mean they got a negative 25 goal differential for the season that Ooh. is uh, that is the uh, um, yeah that's the second that's worst poor. that's behind Stoke only uh and on i mean at home it's not it's not like it's been great for them at home in fact they have the worst home goal differential so you know all signs here point to swansea actually taking all three out of this one because of recency because of how well Swansea are playing and to be honest how bad Huddersfield has been at home
1: I've fallen into this trap before with Swansea and I, <laughs> I'm not going to do it this week
2: but well, we see both IU brothers start a game I hope they did last week did they sp- uh, I thought that Jordan didn't start I thought that he came off the bench because Tammy Abraham started
1: um no I think no they both started last week yeah brothers IU yeah Abraham didn't start Oh, that Abraham started the Abraham midweek something FA Cup. I think yeah. it was FA Cup uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I think again. I've I've been caught trapped by Swansea and Jordan Ayew specifically. No, I, I'm all on Jordan Ayew. I continue to start him every week in FPL. Well, key Key is probably Key's oh, been key great player. Uh, he's
2: been a key player recently yeah. uh, no, he's... I think that, I, I mean if he's available in a toggle league, pick
1: him up. yeah, I'd be shocked if he still was. but yeah, I mean I, I get very excited about Kyle Naughton and Martin Olson and obviously Jordan Iou and then they go away and are horrible and even though Huddersfield are equally horrible horrible, if not more horrible, um I just this could be like just the one one that ruins kind of everybody. It, two own goals. I start zero Huddersfield players, and I will start
2: whatever Swansea players that I have. Yeah, I think that's which right. is what which is be- also yeah. another indication of Swansea are tipped to take all three points here. I guess.
1: I mean, it's not like Huddersfield have terrible players. Like uh, Rajiv Van Lepar is good. He's I think Tom Ince will be on set pieces because if more because I'm pretty sure Moy's out. Like, you wouldn't be shocked if Mounier scored. Like no, just, I would be shocked. Yeah. Nothing's gonna surprise
2: me about this game because these are two teams that really need three points. Well, one team really needs three points. The other team, who everyone thought was relegated, are now in like thirteenth place. Yeah, because they out of like the relegation zone. But yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> it's yeah, a crazy.
2: It's a crazy
1: year this year. Yeah, it's. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Be. I, I just. I don't have a lot of Swansea or Huddersfield other than Jordan IU, so I'm happy about that. They are
2: three points out of the relegation zone.
1: Hmm. Yeah, see?
2: Hey, that one point is huge. I guess. Maybe a (laughs) two-possession game. (laughs) Well, it's, it's... Anyway, it's not like the teams—well, there's so many teams below them that may get a three—anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's move on to another side that promises to bore everyone to tears, Newcastle, who haven't actually moved the bus since the beginning of the season. Uh, it's just been stuck in neutral. And you can actually probably say the same thing about Southampton. Uh, so two teams that will park buses, and the midfield will be empty of and devoid of players.
1: <clears throat> we uh, Southampton has long been a popular daily— um our daily podcast conversation at least last year like they specifically for DraftKings that counts crosses that they have guys who like Cedric and Bertrand and Ward Prowse who just love to cross the ball and this year they basically haven't been doing that and part of that I think is that um, the lack of Charlie Austin up front doesn't really give them much to cross to like you don't really lob balls in the box from Manolo Gabbiadini or Shane Long or Greedo Carrillo of of recent Uh, but Last week, out of nowhere, they crossed 44 times, which is the most uh, they have all season. Bertrand, Cedric, and um, Nathan Redmond, who got a nice start, all had, I think, at least 12. uh, And Redmond and Bertrand split set pieces, and they still couldn't win. And so... Buffal missed a really, really easy header. Which is what he does. Um, And so... James WordPress didn't play. I don't know if that's oh. if that's a because he had been playing so much. I was WordPress is another yeah. one. They were like, Yeah, he's really good, but he's only gonna play sixty minutes. But he's been playing nineties, you know, basically for the last two months, and maybe that is catching up to him, but who knows if he comes. He plays back once a it. week. How can that catch up to him? <laughs> um I don't know. I just I could see South Ham, like I would be fine starting the guy, like if I had Mario Lamina or Romeo, like I would start those guys. Zero I think Kennedy's zero, the best guy in this game though.
2: Zero zero.
1: Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all.
2: This one is zero zero. Both teams will gladly take the point, which is why I ranked Martin Dubrovka yeah. fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Not every no one else is really seeing that except for me, and I and you know who I ranked right behind him? Fraser oh, Forster. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, I hope not. Forster, he hasn't even no, been starting. Well, uh, the other guy. Well, yeah, Alex McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's where we should be. Yeah.
2: Well, you guys aren't. I, I'm the. I ranked them fifth and sixth, and you guys only ranked Dubrovka. No one ranked McCarthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I these these team. Neither of these teams are good. So it's one of those. And it's another one of those. I. Well, but yeah, but let's the, call it one one.
2: Both these teams are defense first and one, they nothing. are
1: both in need of a point. They I don't know if Southampton the is defense first. Newcastle seems to be, but Seems to be? <laughs> <laughs> I can't call a team that leads with Dwight Gale defensive, Mike. Yeah, they they are offensive in
2: every single yeah. way. Yeah. They are offensive. Yeah. That that is that is true. They are offensive in every way. Yeah.
1: But it does include two of my favorite players if Mikel Marino starts. Marino and Lamina in the middle. It was, two holding midfielders that I really like and Romeo for yeah. Southampton I don't love Romeo but sure he's well, the next Chelsea biased, guy so I'm sure you like him
2: <laughs> yeah. I liked him on Chelsea yeah so you don't anyway. want to talk up Kennedy? no no he's been he's been okay like he's been okay but Newcastle aren't going to play at the system that he's going to like really shine in like it's not like he it's not like he's a shining star for all to see yeah okay I think he should. I, anyway, this is not this is not good for his development either. Uh, we will go on here. We, we got to move on because yeah. that game is just yeah, awful. Very- this game is also going to be awful for different reasons because West Brom are involved. So it's automatically bad. But Leicester travel to uh, the Hawthorns to take on West Brom. Th- these those fans deserve better. The West Brom fans deserve better. It's a really passionate fan base in the Midlands, and they are getting treated like crap by this team because they, they are at times unwatchable for reasons that they're not talented, and there's other times where they're not trying.
1: And it's and it's painful. It's really painful to watch this team play. I think this is what you get when you put the team in the hands of Alan Pardew.
2: West, I mean, West Brom it's a it's a bad goal differential and for part of the year it, 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 even when even when Pulis was there like the goal differential wasn't there and uh, i mean i I'm trying to figure out like oh wait but like they're tied with Huddersfield for the worst goal differential at home yeah i mean they stick yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean and and Leicester are i think like the sixth or seventh best team in terms of getting goals on the road something like that one yeah, uh, six best, yeah, they're six best getting goals on the road. They have the same amount of goals on the road as West Ham, which is – we'll get to them in a second because
1: I'm going to plant the, a flag pretty quickly here. I think there uh, are four but, very playable guys in this game, if not five.
2: Uh, Non-defenders. I'm going to include oh, – I, I have one defender and one goalkeeper in mind. Oh, I have neither. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go – so I'm going to go, obviously, Riyad Mahrez, Jamie Vardy. Uh. I mean my my three and four were gonna be Harry Maguire, and we're gonna be Casper Schmeichel. Uh, so I'm assuming you like all Brighton and Mamie and maybe, maybe Demerai Gray.
1: Not the, Demarai Gray. The correct right. answer is Chris Brunt, Matt Phillips, and Salomon Rondon. Matt, Matt
2: no, no. Matt Phillips can't be on that list. Neither can Salomon Rondon, but I I understand you're, that. You're recency, you're wrong about Rondon as well. Recency dictates I understand his point totals recently have been fine. I'm never gonna count on him. That's fine. Never.
1: You keep playing Demarai Gray, then? I On FPL, apparently I will. <laughs> I think the way that West Brom have been playing set up well for Brunt, Phillips, and Rondon. And people will yeah, try to you, think that Jay Rodriguez is good enough, and I don't think he's bad enough to bench enough. against Leicester. Neither
2: Rondon or, or
1: Jay Rodriguez are good enough.
2: That's the point. That's the whole point for West Brom.
1: It's not A stealing whole bunch taxis of not and going to McDonald's? I, I think they're... They'll be okay in this game. I don't think they're going to win five nothing, but like I think you will be happy with whatever returns you get from those guys. Yeah, Leicester two, West Brom none. Okay.
2: I, I really don't even think it. I don't think it'll be that close when, if you watch the game for the full ninety. And I think Leicester will take
1: this game handedly. I just can't remember the last time I watched a Leicester game and thought they controlled the. dominated that whole game
2: well it's not about control per se it's
1: about it's about
2: well west brom will maybe try to attack and i and i say that as a maybe Uh, and when they try to attack leicester are going to counter them so easily because west brom have no thrusting tip to their attack i've been watching a lot of forged and fire so (laughs) knife analogies are going to be okay ever present for for the remainder of this season i will
1: then be higher on west brom than you are uh, that's not very hard to do i have no faith at all okay
2: good that's not that i don't that, go that's on, like, i don't go like out on shortest, that's the shortest limbs. limb to the trunk of the yeah. tree yeah <laughs> okay uh it, well actually uh no gasolin rondo no shortest limb no i was gonna say dwight gale but never mind i have more faith in newcastle than i do at west brom
1: okay that's fair
2: it's not also not a huge not a hugely nope. controversial statement no. okay what I will say is in the next game, West Ham and Burnley, I am going to make a controversial statement. West Ham by multiple goals. Wow. Okay. Because two reasons. One, West Ham are way better at home than they are on the road. I mean, that's not hard to say. They are possibly the worst road team in this uh, in the league. But secondly, Burnley have 40 points. <laughs> um it's- <laughs> that That's that it. is it. Right. That is such an underrated thing to look at. Burnley are in seventh. They are going nowhere. Like they're not going to get to Europe, and they're not going to get relegated. It's beach time. It is celebration. Like like if they could have a guard a, a guard of honor, they would do it.
1: Just... <laughs> a relegation avoidance guard of honor. I love it's
2: it. A, a mid table guard of honor for Burnley. That it, that should be celebrated. Okay. You, at the beginning of the season, did you say, oh, Burnley, bang on seventh place? Oh, of course not. Of course no, not. No, absolutely not. They should be they should be having parades for their performances this season.
1: They might. They uh, won't. If everybody who you think should start starts, is Michael Antonio your top play? <sighs> he's up there. Who's ahead he, of him? Uh you gotta look at Arnautovic
2: as being one of the top options there. I believe you said uh, that, okay. You have to look at it because he... I mean, I, no, no, no. I, think, I fully believe... I think... I think well, because of fan, yeah, I'm separating fantasy from real life here. For yeah, fantasy I, I, purposes, Marco Anatovich does more to score points than Mikel Antonio does. Antonio's fourth
1: for me, so you don't have to say, like...
2: Okay. Yeah, you, <laughs> you you tried to trap me, and I didn't fall into it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: Lanzini's also going to be on that
2: list as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So Jao Mario, Lanzi... too. I'm sorry?
1: Jao Mario, too.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean... I, I I can I can I I will accept all three of those if you decide on those three players before Antonio I get it especially recently because Mikel Antonio can't start for some reason but in real life when Mikel Antonio is on the pitch West Ham are significantly better than when he's not It's it, it's like it's like my original Sadio Mane statement for Liverpool be pre-solo Yeah like it, he makes such a gigantic difference cuz he does so many things that allow West Ham to
1: play at mediocre levels <laughs> i don't disagree but i just don't think he's that great of a fantasy option uh, he can bully this burnley team single-handedly he's bigger faster stronger and burnley uh i'm not sure about that me and tarkowski are huge tarkowski well, is a tank
2: that's that's true michael antonio probably is not going to play centrally though <laughs> he's probably going to play out on the wing okay if you play centrally I agree he's not he's he's faster he's faster than those two but he's not bigger or stronger they are yeah. both gigantic people. Yeah. But if have you, have you I mean Mikel Antonio when he falls down to the ground ever when you look at the size of his legs it's like like he's a he's a tree like he he he's built on the foundation of two tree trunks
1: and it's a wonder why he struggles with muscular injuries all the time. <laughs>
2: too much too much too much mass not enough lean not I guess enough so. uh flexibility.
1: I don't know. It's I don't know. I would probably put good months in ahead of them, though, as well.
2: I'm I'm my faith in Burnley after reaching 40
1: points has dissipated to
2: a a, like a coffee pot drip, if you will. Okay. like it's going to be slow. It's going to like occasionally a, a, a droplet will hit the hit the pot. But I don't see a steady stream of Burnley. Points coming for either in fantasy or real life coming from here on out.
1: Okay, that's fair.
2: I get it. I mean, the the evidence is there. Well, yeah. I mean, we we I've been saying about uh about like Stoke and West Brom for years. Like as soon as they hit forty points, a Tony Pulis led side hits forty points, boom, everyone's cut everybody. Yeah. But you know, similar style. Sean Dyche has reached forty points. His season has been accomplished. They may actually try to play offense, which is going to be a bad idea. Could be fun, except for Ashley. Ball. I mean, do you like Ashley Barnes in this game? You like? I would Ashley think about Barnes. it. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, I wouldn't shy I, I, until you don't. Uh, I'm playing predictive here. Like I'm, I I don't need to see it to say to say that Burnley are going to be worse than what they've shown uh, it, throughout the first three quarter. Well, actually, it's more like, uh, like, yeah, three quarters of the season, right? Like they've been the man. The game weeks start
1: with three now. We're three really now, good. Yeah. It would be awesome if they opened it up. If they're like we reach forty with this yeah. defensive style, let's see what we can do. Yes. I would love it. Yes,
2: yes. Thank you. Yes, that's what I think too. Start Aaron Lennon, maybe. Who knows? They start him all the time. <laughs> well, a, him and in Kudu on either side, and get the speed, and then put Goodmanson in, in the middle behind a central striker, one central striker like Chris Wood or something, or Ashley Barnes if you. Yeah, will. Wood is back
1: actually, which makes me wonder what, what they'll do. He did he score last he week? Scored off the bench. He scored, yeah. off so, the bench, scored yeah. So, goal. the yeah. first time under Sean Dyche that Burnley has won a game in which they were trailing. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so it's, a, you know, I don't know how, whether they'll play Barnes and Wood. Uh, they would played Barnes in the 10 a few times this year also, so I don't think they necessarily take him out if Wood comes in, so. Catalyst um, of creativity. Now that I've said that, maybe he hasn't played. Maybe anyway. he was just we don't need to talk about
2: this way too much more because we got a few more games to get to and Not that much time to do it, but West. so I say West Ham like two nil. What do you say?
1: I mean, I'll say two one just to get my Ashley Barnes goal. Okay. But you still, I do think, think yeah, I do think West Ham should win this game. Okay.
2: All right. Let's go to a game where uh, it's a London Derby. It's Chelsea at home against crystal palace, crystal palace, winning the reverse fixture earlier this season for their first win of the season. Um, and their first goal of the season, was I that believe a Monday? Was like, what was that? A Monday match. I don't know. It was, it was a sad day. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, and not but, for crystal palace. No, not for crystal palace for me. Uh, Kayla, the Eagle strike is struck down hard. Uh, but anyway, uh, Chelsea, um, I mean, I ranked their defense very highly. I mean, I do think they get a clean sheet here because crystal palace on the road, uh, do not score. Uh, they, they scored nine total this season on the road.
1: Yeah. And they're just not as good as Chelsea. I'm going to go with that. Uh, fair, moment. fair. Uh, fair I,
2: but, I, but I'm trying to take a larger representative sample size as far as what we've seen from performances. Uh, to try to predict what's going to happen here, even though previous performances don't, don't dictate future behavior, but uh I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to roll with the numbers here because Chelsea have a very large uh very large talent gap here and they're going I think back they're without problems.
1: Conte and Bakayoko though which um you know makes them a little more attacking just in terms of personnel. Yeah,
2: great. Drink water Fabregas. That'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea che- I mean the, the the problem that Chelsea sometimes fall into is that they have a lot of players who have when they touch the ball you know they're not shooting and you know they're not scoring. Right, there. Are, there are too many players on a top level side where they have absolutely zero chance to score if they touch the ball.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Conte is them. back.
1: I I apologize.
2: Yeah, it, it, even still, I mean, I saw a report today that PSG wants both Contes. I'm like, good, go. <laughs> like <laughs> at this point, like, like I like, I I really do like N'Golo Conte. It's just that if you want to be a complete team, like he can, he can definitely help you defensively. He's like a Lasano, Lasano Diara, right? There's just not enough going forward if you're trying to be a Champions League winning side. You can't have a player in the midfield who has zero offensive output.
1: Hey. It's
2: hard. I it's it. It, I it makes it a lot harder. Sure. Sure. Anyway, that that we don't need to talk about that, but. Zaha for Chelsea, obviously you're going to like Willian, you're going to like Hazard, you're going to like Morata if he starts. Uh, he should. As soon as they put out that lineup against Bar- uh, against Manchester City with no center for them, like they've already lost. <laughs> there was no chance because they were going to try to pass out of the back, and that's exactly what City want you to try to do. They literally played right into the hands of City, and Chelsea didn't even decide to press them even when they were down one nothing in the 70th minute. They allowed Manchester City to pass it in the midfield and they waited until they got to the attacking third to press them. It was so pathetic. They will not do the same thing against Crystal Palace, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, too. (laughs) All right, I think... uh, Do you play any Palace guys?
1: Like, Zaha might be back. Might be a good...
2: Um, um, No. No. Patrick Van revenge game? Yeah. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) It's It's the first one I've mentioned. We didn't even mention the Lukaku revenge game
1: last week um yeah. I was slopped
2: by you yeah or two weeks ago whatever it was did I not nope hmm. <laughs> you did not anyway uh Chelsea by multiple goals we say and with the clean sheet as well all right let's move on to Sunday here where you know if we see the Arsenal side that we saw in Europa they should handle Watford easily the problem is in the Premier League we haven't seen that side
1: yeah Aubameyang will be back um that helps small and... maybe yeah <laughs> They, there was a stat that I saw during the game, or, yeah, somebody put on Twitter, if I remember this correctly, that uh, yesterday's lineup was only the second time since, like, March of 16 that Wilshire and Ramsey started together, which is pretty crazy. yeah um, but, I mean, they were the future of the franchise yeah, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Not franchise. Not the franchise. The, the <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. the. The left-back situation it will be interesting because Monreal missed out with an injury and then Kolasinic went down yesterday, so maybe Maitland-Niles gets a start if, or they play three in the back. Kolasinic should, should
2: have also received a red card last week.
1: Um, I don't even remember that, what happened
2: last week. That shoulder charge to the chin for the second – that wasn't even called a foul? Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? Um. Yeah, it wasn't even he a foul. You can't sent off and that, wasn't even that, foul. Uh, There was a perfect tweet. He, like, he was like, "Oh, he's gonna hear from Roger Goodell on that one." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good.
1: Um, but anyway, yeah, that's be- how bad it was. Yeah, Bellarin might be out. Um, so if Bellerin's out and Kalasenach is out and Monreal is out, that kind of makes me think it could be good for Richarlison. No.
2: <laughs> no, okay. I'm not. You, you can try. I don't think so. Okay. I'm I mean, they've also to. they've also changed styles since you know when when Richarlison's been good. Remember that coach is no longer there. Marco yeah. Silva is no longer there. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, Arsenal should dominate. I would start everybody that I have. Yeah, I, I think Arsenal are going to dominate possession. and Wofford will let them. Yeah, I'm considering bringing Ozil into my FPL team that already has Mkhitaryan. Mostly because Arsenal have yeah, a great yeah, run of run of, and managers. you're not
2: going to straight swap Ozil for Mkhitaryan.
1: No, I might do both because. <laughs> Arsenal's upcoming games are really good.
2: Yeah, they are. <sighs> yep, Arsenal uh, same analysis for Chelsea Palace. Watford are trying to make this a London derby even though they because they think they're a London Their side. Their training
1: ground is in London. Yeah. Okay. Uh let's go on
2: to uh, uh well Spurs are the road team so it's not like it's Chelsea and Arsenal where they're home favorites, but road favorite uh Spurs travel to Bournemouth. Uh well, I know you probably had some things to say about Spurs. Uh, with their champions league performance. Do you see that affecting their Premier League future?
1: Um I don't know, actually. Uh it's I, tough. That was a tough game to lose. Yeah, Three bad minutes. I um I actually thought and I still think that Tottenham are better than Juventus. Um and I I, I, I don't think anyone disagrees. Yeah but the that's... way that I played DFS was with Kane and Erickson and not Dybala and Iguain and for 160 of the 180 minutes, Spurs are better. Yeah, they they absolutely were. Um, and they kind of caught Juventus. Like Juventus have won is a six straight Scudetto. Uh, Scudetti. Uh, it whatever. would be Scudetti. I'm yeah. I'm actually
2: going to Italy in a couple yeah. weeks. Oh, you. So. Uh, but anyway, they. I'm hoping to, I'm actually hoping to see a Roma game
1: when I'm there. I'm mm-hmm. going to be in Rome. That would be fun. That stadium is horrific, apparently. But anyway, uh then I, I won't then I won't waste my time <laughs> it's a really they don't play in the Coliseum, just in case you were wondering oh, um dang. they <laughs> um yeah that I mean Tottenham should have won should have advanced um based on like you said the 160 of 180 minutes they were better they just couldn't break through they played really well in Turin, and then couldn't come back and they played really well after the first twenty minutes.
2: Right after the first ten true, minutes, true, true. Went down to nothing.
1: Um, and so, I don't know. It's a I, how they respond is obviously going to be huge because this that that is a loss that could kind of linger with them. Yeah. Um, and it's all whether Pochettino can refocus them to the Premier League and say, we need. I mean, they're hardly locked for the top four, so. You got no, to. The way, the way Chelsea have been playing, yes, they are. <laughs> what do you mean? They're going to destroy Crystal Palace. Well, my, my point.
2: Anyway. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> it, I, I just. Th- the, narr- the narrative can turn very quickly on a team, sure, which is what sure. I was trying to say to Kevin DeVries yeah. the other week. Which is
1: not oh. what you were saying at all. But yes.
2: That's exactly what I was saying. Is you can't, you can't say anyone's a favorite with this many games to go because there's so many twists and turns still to come.
1: But you just said they anyway. were the favorite because Chelsea won't do
2: it, right? Well, now what I've seen... Well, I, I okay, just joked, checking, just checking. Facetiously, facetiously, I said, given the last couple of weeks... Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they no should blow out made,
1: I no Defensively, I... You know, it's like they... I'm not sure they shut Birmingham out. I'll put it that way. I think Birmingham might really be... The, to, you've really liked the Burmuth, uh, off
2: attack recently.
1: You really uh, have. I'm, I'm not as high on it without Jordan Ibe, and I can't believe I'm saying that. But they... <laughs> look better with him on the field. And so if he's out, then I will temper my expectations. I haven't checked Burmuth's injuries yet. They're going to
2: Burmouth They don't play the counterattacking style and you know, Spurs are going to want to press them and they're going to have to be really good on the ball to have any kind of offensive attack and, I, I mean, I really do think that this is the right team to play for Spurs because they're not going to try to lock you down defensively. They're going to try to come at you. They're going to try to play some some pass and move. And
1: Spurs want you to. Yeah, looks. Yeah, I'm looking now. It looks like I and Francis are going to be out, which doesn't really drastically change things. But um, I wonder if Tottenham will rotate significantly uh, a little bit. Probably. I mean,
2: I'm pretty sure Eric Dyer is going to be out because he's picked up a knock. uh you know, maybe a couple of guys.
1: I don't see a wholesale changes coming in. Yeah. I assume RA slots back in. I, maybe Danny Rose. Um, that tripier guy's
2: really good, by the way. <laughs> he assisted on that goal. He did. That's it was a what, good assist. It's what he does. Right. He's in the right place to cross the ball, and he crosses it accurately. Man, it's, it's like when you play three at the back, you,
1: you really want someone like that in your wing, as your wing back. I don't know. Just me. Well, they don't play three in their back because Alderwild is hurt, so. I don't know. They – I don't know what they'll do. But whoever's starting, I would be happy to start them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, car, uh, copy-paste
2: analysis. Manchester City travel to the Bet365 against Stoke. Oh, man, that's going to – this is going to be awful. This is going to be ugly. Well, who Get scores the bench. most
1: goals? City, Chelsea, Arsenal, or Spurs? City. That is really always the answer. It's not close. Yeah.
2: I, 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 I'm – I've been banging this drum for a long time. We are not appreciating enough what we are seeing from this Manchester City side on a week-in, week-out basis. We are it's, – we're just not.
1: I think what will be good about this is we will finally get to answer the question, can they do it in a cold night at Stoke? <laughs> this is it. This is Pep's legacy right here. <laughs> We're not going to end
2: on a better note than that. That is the perfect way to end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, uh, who, like Manchester City, can do it on a cold night in Stoke. Thank you all for listening. We will catch you next week for the very short and abbreviated 18 slate for game week number 31. Congratulations again to Andrew and your zonal marking system. (laughs)
1: Thank you for
0: listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.